0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Hello and welcome to a special edition of Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Happy New Year, everyone. And this is our first time talking in the new year, and what a great time it is. Well, I'm coming to you from the capital city of Georgia, up Atlanta, and this year's home of the 2018 College football playoff national championship between number three Georgia and number four Alabama, and on this program we're going to preview the big clash coming up. Oh, as we record this program in about another two and a half hours, and uh, it's going to be a, a exciting atmosphere at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Downtown has been just just phenomenal, you know, with the preparation and also the festivities that are going on in and around the stadium. I the media day on Saturday. You go to my Facebook page and also my uh, YouTube page, as well as Instagram. You will see some of the photos that I took there, and also we're going to hear from the coaches uh, and players on this particular program. But going back to media day for a second, you can check out my social media pages at Facebook and Twitter, KevinTaylor98. Also, Instagram is KevinTaylor98 as well. YouTube is TaylorMadeSports with Kevin Taylor. So make sure that you go there, check out photos and videos, and uh, you'll be able to see what I was able to cover leading up to tonight's game. All right, well, let's get into the game, shall we? Now the SEC, they're going to reign as the top conference in college football after tonight for sure. As like I told you, number three, Georgia, will be playing number four, Alabama, and the CFP College Football Playoff National Championship game. And uh, what a great time to be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The stadium opened up last summer. And, you know, just a phenomenal atmosphere, Championship atmosphere, first-class venue, and this is going to be a great event, great atmosphere, no doubt about that. Two neighboring states, two great fan bases. What a way to cap it off for the college football season. Alabama, they're playing in their third straight college football playoff championship, and they're seeking their fifth national title in nine years under head coach Nick Saban. Georgia, which hired former Christian Tide defensive coordinator Kirby Smart away from Alabama two years ago, They're trying to join Alabama as a recent SEC winner of the big game in college football after they've not won a national championship. Do you remember? I was eight years old. (laughs) 1980, the 1980 season was the last time that Georgia won a national championship. So like, like they say in sports, it's time. The only other time the two teams when the Senate Conference played for the title was at the end of the 2011 season. And that's when Alabama defeated LSU. And you remember the BCS, the Bowl Championship Series, yeah. That was near the end of that two-team championship series. And that 2011 All-ACC game was a rematch for the regular season, which LSU won 9-6. You know, that was like the highly anticipated game of the year. It just was since <laughs> the Battle of field Fields, and uh, since the 14 playoff debut in the 2014 season, check this out: no conference had gained more than one representative until this season. And uh, of course, it was a lot of a lot of displeasure with with Alabama getting in, but they've shown that they do have the right to be there after they beat Ohio State. Uh, I'm sorry, after they uh, edged out Ohio State to get to this point, but they beat Clemson in the Sugar Bowl to get to this this, this period. But, uh, you know, Georgia, they had the right to be there too because they actually won the SEC. The Crimson tie, they're coming into this game 12-1. They won 24-6 over the defending national champion Clemson. Like I told you, at the Sugar Bowl, and that was a rematch of last year's title game. Now, the Alabama defense they came strong against Clemson. And uh, Nick Saban, he didn't complain, and anyone else did not either. Now, the Clemson tied the hill Clemson to 188 total yards and two field goals. And uh, there was some discord there uh, because some of the players felt like they were disrespected, especially on defense. Uh, you know, saying they didn't, they didn't belong, you know, in this college football playoff semifinal and going now into the championship game. So that was the AS there that uh, the players really took pride in, and so they wanted to come out and show, hey, we can knock the defending national champions off and just hold them to two field goals; they're, they're not even going to get into the end zone. So they made a statement there. Now, Nick Saban compared the effort to the uh, what Alabama had in uh, in the game against LSU in a 20-21 nothing victory for the 2011 national championship. He said he thought the defense played with a ferocious, relentless sort of "I won't be denied" attitude, and that's a straight quote. Quote. Now, Deron Payne, he said we had to prove, we had wanted to prove ourselves to the world because I think we felt a little disrespected, and he also said we wanted to prove that the or and doubters were wrong and we hadn't lost anything. So, Deron Payne, the defensive tackle, and he had a key interception and even caught a touchdown pass against Clemson. So we'll see how he. Will step up in tonight's game. Georgia's thirteen and one. They had already assured that they were going to be the SEC team that would be representing in the college football playoff semifinal because they, of course, won, like I said, the SEC over Auburn in the SEC championship game, and they edged Oklahoma in a thrilling Rose Bowl, fifty-four to forty-eight, in double overtime on a Sony Michelle's touchdown run. The Bulldogs. They came from 31 to 17 down at halftime to beat the Sooners. Georgia running backs Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb combined for 326 yards, of rushing and five touchdowns against Oklahoma. Would they be able to do that against Alabama? Maybe not to the highest of that magnitude, but I think they're going to get the yards. In. Now, also Michelle scored on a scoring pass from freshman quarterback Jake Fromm. Michelle also said we finally get to play for something big meaning the title game, and big it is. Alabama and Georgia are, of course, in two different divisions. Georgia's in the SEC East, and, of course, Alabama's in the SEC West. Uh, but it's a 14-team SEC, and they played just four times in Saban's 11 years as the head coach of Alabama, with all except for the first meeting, a loss for the Bulldogs. The last time the two teams met, it was a 38-10 thrashing by Alabama over the Bulldogs, in Athens a few years back. Both coaches have a lot of respect for one another, of course. Now, the Georgia campus is only 70 miles from Atlanta, about an hour and a half drive, give or take. And Alabama's campus is about 200 miles away to the west. Now, this is reportedly by the Associated Press. It drove up resale ticket prices higher than for any of the three previous CFP title games before because you've got – Two teams that are in close proximity to each other, and of course, people are not really gonna fly to the game because you're so close, they're driving, they're driving pretty much. And traffic in Atlanta is already bad enough, so you got more people on the road. But at the same time, you know, you got a major facility, uh, good uh, amenities downtown in downtown Atlanta, and like I said, people can get out and walk, they don't have to fly, they can just drive. You know, even though it's inclement weather here in Atlanta, we had a report of ice earlier this morning, but that kind of fizzled. But it's going to be just, just, you know, light light rain uh, for the rest of the evening. But should not deter anyone because, of course, it's going to be inside, but there's going to be a lot of festivities outside still as well. But still, should not deter anyone from being in downtown Atlanta. And um, quarterback Jake Fromm, he said it's going to be great to be able to play in our own backyard. And I can't agree with him more because right in your own state, wow. Georgia defeated Auburn 28-7 in the ACC championship game to uh, get a little payback from a regular season loss. But Alabama, they actually they're only lost, lost to Auburn. And uh, now the Crimson Tide, they've had great experience at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium as well. Labor Day weekend, they defeated Florida State in the Chick-fil-A Kickoff Classic. Alabama is actually six and zero overall in Atlanta since 2014. So, within about a four-year period, three and a half years basically, you're six and zero. Wow, you're playing two games a year. Alabama linebacker Matt Wilson said, "We treat Atlanta like it's our home. We went a lot there, we went a lot of games there, rather. So, we'll see if Georgia will win in their backyard." Or will it be Alabama in their adopted hometown to take the win, the big prize of the College Football Playoff National Championship trophy? Kickoff is just after 8 o'clock on ESPN. You know I will be watching. All right, well, enough from me. Let's now turn to the coaches. Let's hear from head coach Kirby Smart and then Nick Saban about the College Football Playoff National Championship, playing in it, and the keys. The first, I'd like to thank like uh, all the, uh, Indians, the college football playoff and staff, the director uh, Bill Hancock, the uh, office, line. this wonderful the job been, they've uh, done as our program, program and and, uh, our team, and our organization. Know, and like the last one we were, and we're and at was uh, always so the first time we have the opportunity as an organization to play college so football playoffs. Okay, having a little technical difficulties there, but, but basically both uh, coaches, they were very excited to be in this type of position. Um, you know, execution is going to be key for, in Coach Saban's mind, of, of his team being able to get a win. Uh, both teams, of course, well, well coached. They both are, are, are respectful for, for one another and for what each other has tried to accomplish. Now, of course, Kirby Smart, he felt like Alabama, they're strong on both sides of the ball. And both coaches really do feel like that it's going to come down to basic execution. Georgia's defense cannot get out to a an area like we did against Oklahoma where they're slow, where they're, you know, kind of just not knowing what's going on. And they they cannot be too amped up. They can't be too nervous. I know it's a big stage, but the key, like I said, is like you're playing in your own backyard. You're playing it for the friends and family. Georgia's fair base, this game is going to, you know, pretty much be a two-to-one advantage for Alabama. You're always going to have a sellout crowd, but this is going to be a Georgia home game. Maybe to really getting a good win in this situation is going to be, like I said, for Georgia, not turning the ball over, running the ball effectively. Also, not becoming one-dimensional. Sometimes, of course, you've got the two running backs with Michelle and Chubb that you can just pound the ball away, pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it. This is not going to be the same defense that's going to allow you to do that. So, obviously, you're going to have to mix up the plays. You gotta mix up the plays. What do you have to lose if if, if you don't do this? So you can put the ball in Jake Fromm's hand. Maybe it's a little short passes, but at the same time, you can be able to do that. I think it also is going to come down to what defense is going to be most aggressive. Alabama, we know that their 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 defense is aggressive for all sixty minutes. But like I said, for Georgia, They had some miscues in the Oklahoma game, but they settled down at the halftime, got it together, and was able to make it work. They were able to get stops. The offense then moved the ball. So which defense is going to be the most aggressive? Will it be Georgia's? Will it be Alabama's? That's what it's going to come down to in this game, and limiting turnovers. You cannot turn the ball over, obviously, and expect to win. Both teams are phenomenal with not turning the ball over on a consistent basis. So I know you're not going to have a mistake-free game, but at the same time, aggressiveness aggressiveness by either defense, who's the most aggressive, not turning the ball over. And like Coach Saberman was saying in his press conference, who has the better execution? That's what it's going to come down to. Now, here is going to be another key. Alabama's offense, led by quarterback Jalen Hurts, against Georgia defense, led by linebacker Wakron Smith. I think that's going to be a phenomenal matchup. Who's going to be more aggressive up front? Is it going to be Alabama's offensive line, or is it going to be Georgia's defensive line? Let's now hear from Alabama's offensive coordinator, Dan Doble, and then we're going to hear from Georgia linebacker, Week one. Well, it's a tremendous challenge uh, with their
2: front guys, and they rotate a lot of guys. Again, strong down the middle, you know, Ledbetter, Clark on the edges. They, they play multiple fronts, so there, sometimes they'll play a 3-4 front, sometimes they'll play a 4-down front. Um, they have good edge rushers with Carter and Bellamy, and um, that's gonna be a, it's going to be a good challenge for those guys. They, they have very, very good players. They have a very good scheme. They're well coached. Um, that's why they're here. Um,
1: just a, a tremendous amount of respect for that entire organization. Now, let here hear from linebacker. I definitely think they have a, a stable of running backs. You know, they're going to try to establish the run early uh, early for the most part. So, I feel like we try to uh,
0: stop that and make those guys one-dimensional. I think we we'll have
1: a great shot. Right, you're right, Rick, one. So, it's going to be a great game. Who can make who one-dimensional? It's going to be a great defensive contest, I think. It's going to be a close game, and uh, – I can't wait. It's Taylor Bank Sports' a special edition of the program, and we're previewing the national championship game between Georgia and Alabama. And also, at the Georgia Aquarium this past Sunday, I was able to attend a wonderful event, The Taste of the Championship, that benefited the College Football Playoff Foundation and its Extra Yards for a Teachers platform. I was able to talk to some special guests at the program and we're going to start it off with Ryan Hall. He's the director uh, of community affairs. Ryan, thank the, you so uh, much for being with us on this special edition of TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for being here tonight, Kevin. Yes, you're quite welcome. And, you know, we got a big game here, you know, Georgia, Alabama. And, of course, we got the taste of the championship. Just tell us a little bit more about the Taste of the Championship because it's, of course, with the college football playoff. That's right.
2: Taste of the Championship is two things. It's one of the best food events in the country. So we have about 26 chefs, 20 from right here in Atlanta, the A-list of A-list chefs from Atlanta cooking their best dishes for people here tonight. But the second thing is this is our primary fundraiser for the College Football Playoff Foundation. And our primary mission is supporting teachers through Extra Yard for Teachers. And so this is just a great night to have fun eating, have fun with drinks, but it's all about supporting teachers in the end.
1: Yes, indeed, because teachers don't really get a, a, enough recognition or a lot of recognition for the job that they do. And of course, uh, you know, the Extra Yard for Teachers platform is a great platform as well for the teachers program in this type of setting as well.
2: That's right. I mean, we bring in teachers from all over the country for our game, number one, and then two, especially here local, we want to make sure the teachers have a good time. They're celebrated, they're recognized, because we know teachers do not get a recognition nearly enough. So when we bring them here, there are VIPs all weekend, and especially tonight, teachers are our VIPs.
1: About how long have you been doing this now?
2: I've been at the college football playoff for about two and a half
1: years now. And uh, I know that uh, it's been successful in the other cities before now.
2: That's right. We, uh, we've made a concerted effort to make sure wherever we go with the game, it's the best college football game in the country, but it's also the best celebration of teachers in the country as well.
1: And it's also good that you're getting the community involved with this type of situation because you have so many people here in Atlanta anyway by being transplants. But those who are just coming in town for this particular game and then leaving back out, but they may want to visit back during the summer, they may know where to go, maybe for a good meal. That's right. We, uh, this is going to be great for the Atlanta
2: food economy. Uh, the best chefs here, the best restaurants, having a good time, but again, everyone's seen it's for teachers as well, and so when they leave here tonight, they're going to know they have a full belly,
1: but also the college football playoff supports teachers. Yes. Now a couple of things before we go. I usually put some of my guests on the spot, so, you know, I'm a Georgia native. So you gotta choose this answer carefully now. <laughs> Who you got, Georgia or Alabama? I got a great
2: game. Give me three <laughs> overtimes. <laughs> People can't turn the television off. That's what I've got tomorrow night.
1: Smart man, smart man. Well, for those who, you know, want to know more about the College Football Playoff Foundation, where can they be be able to go to be able to do so?
2: Absolutely. We have a website, cfp-foundation.org. You can also find us at the cfpplayoff.com website as well. But cfp-foundation.org, you're going to learn all you want to about teachers in the College Football Playoff Foundation.
1: Well, Ryan, thanks so much for being a guest with us on this special edition of Telebay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Doing a great job. It's a party atmosphere, you know, and uh, that's what it's supposed to be. It's a championship atmosphere, and uh, much continued success for you in the year to come.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Kevin.
1: Still hanging out here at the Taste of the Championship here at Sports with Kevin Taylor. Now I'm joined by one of the teachers who actually spoke at the recent Teacher Summit here at the uh, Taste of the Championship. It's Joaquin Watadeo. And uh, Joaquin, thank you so much for being a part of Taylor Mates Sports this week. And uh, how is everything here for the Taste of the Championship? Did a fundraiser for you?
3: Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. When I found out that I was going to be invited to this, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a food lover. So I was thrilled, and what a, what a great event—the Extra Yard for Teachers Summit. Uh, they did great things for Atlanta public school teachers yesterday. During that summit yesterday, there were some classroom makeovers given away. Some of them in the amount of $500, oh, wow. but one of them in the amount of $25,000. Think about the technology that's going to do for that teacher that won yesterday. What a great day! Yes, yeah, so and now teachers are able
1: to participate all throughout the country, right?
3: Yes, whenever we take a, whenever the College Football Playoff Foundation takes this presentation to, to a different city, the host city, we always. Go out of our way uh, to to honor teachers in that area, and it's just a fantastic experience for teachers in that city. So glad it happened for Atlanta. What a fantastic city in this country!
1: Yes, it is, and I just talked to uh, Ryan Hall, and uh, we talked about, of course, you know, the benefit that this does have for teachers. Of course, it boosts morale as well. Oh, absolutely, teachers.
3: Teachers are the people who instill the idea of applauding the unapplauded. In other words, we cheer for our kids who are great at writing and great at drawing and great at playing violin. And yes, we also cheer for our quarterbacks on Friday night the way we should. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's, it's sometimes... It's a lonely existence. Sometimes teachers don't get applauded for the great efforts they're doing. And and hats off to the College Playoff Foundation for for doing this for teachers in Atlanta and showing them
1: that they're loved and they're appreciated. Yes, because the extra yard for a teacher's platform is also a great platform as well. And um, you know, teachers, I told Raya that you know they are fairly undeserved because they you they have a hard job. You know, they really do. And of course, to do this for you know all throughout the country, you know, it, it just not only boosts morale but You know, it just really makes you feel good because you're doing this as a community aspect It just brings, you know, camaraderie as well.
3: Oh, absolutely. During my seven years of teaching, uh, I've been nominated for Teacher of the Year seven times. I won it twice. And it's little moments like like that, shows of appreciation, and even grand-scale shows of appreciation like the Extra Yard for Teachers Summit that just makes it, it lifts the teacher spirit, carries them into the next semester and even into the next year.
1: Yes, indeed. And like you said, you know, that money can be well used, you know, for supplies or whatever is needed. because Kleenex ain't cheap, let me tell you. I I was about to say, because, you know, because the way to learn now is through computers. Absolutely. You know, so that will, you know, provide dividends. Oh, absolutely. Without question. We got to get these kids
3: uh, not just thinking about English and other foreign languages, but thinking about the language of code. And, and the technology that some of the teachers won yesterday, it's going to help them take a step towards that. And what a great
1: thing. Yes, it is. Well, Joaquim, before we let you go, now, uh, did you have to travel? And if you did, where did you, where did you have to travel from?
3: I did have to travel. I was honored to come to the fantastic city of Atlanta from Dallas, Texas, which wow. is where I teach and where I'm from. Uh, Public City, who was the show producer, uh, saw me at a TEDx talk that I gave a while back and they asked me to come and be a part of the summit. And I was absolutely
1: humbled and honored to do so. Well, Joaquin, we want to thank you for being in Atlanta, and I know you're going to have a great time while you're still here, and uh, you're going to take back to Dallas, a fun experience, and I know you can't wait to tell your students about it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. and You're quite welcome. The party's still jumping here at the Taste of the Championship for the National Championship game between Georgia and Alabama coming up in just a little bit. I'm Kevin Taylor. You're listening to Telebase Sports with Kevin Taylor, and now I'm joined by one of the contestants on Top Chef. He's Bruce Calvin. Bruce, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Just talk to us about you know your part here at the Taste of the Championship. So I've done a few events now with Taste Championship, Taste the NFL, where. You know, the money, it's a great cause because the money goes to local food banks typically and then in this case as well, the um, to the teachers and, you know, so it, it's definitely for a great cause and I'm all about that. I'm all about giving back to the community, that, you know, in, in places where it really makes sense. And so they, they fly me out, you know, and it's really great to be a part of this and, and you know, in this case I represent the Rose Bowl because my restaurant's in Pasadena, so um, it's really exciting, I, I love, you know, Atlanta's great, I've never been to Atlanta and, hunt and, and spent any time and everybody's wonderful here and uh, you know, it's just been great. Yeah, speaking of the Rose Bowl, dramatic
1: finish for Georgia to get to this point and I'm pretty sure it was it was crazy out there.
0: Yeah, Pasadena, I try to stay steer clear of Pasadena on no. New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: okay, so uh, what's the name of your restaurant?
0: Uh, I have Union Restaurant, it's in Pasadena, California. Okay, any special dishes that anybody could be able to maybe look out for when they come? We're really known for uh, the fresh pastas that we make, and then also I have a, a porchetta, which is an Italian pork roast that's kind of one of our signature items on the menu. Um, but we, we make all uh, fresh and handmade pastas within the restaurant, and you know we're, we also we do everything there. So now, before we let you go, you know, of course, you're across the country
1: from where you're from, <laughs> Georgia or Alabama, who you got? Georgia. Right, well, wise man. <laughs> wise man. Well, of course, we can't let you go. How would people be able to find your restaurant on social media, Facebook and Twitter?
0: Uh, they can look me up on, uh, like on Instagram. I'm at Chef B. Calman, Kalman, K-A-L-M-A-N. Uh, same thing on Twitter. And then on Facebook, my full name, Bruce Kalman. And also
1: look for your top chef, too, right?
0: That's right. Yeah, we're going into week six, so check it out. Hey, Yes, we
1: definitely will, and i definitely be watching
0: for you as well, and i
1: pull it for you now since you came on the show. <laughs> I'm serious. And, and I'm rooting for Georgia. That's right. <laughs> you have to. That's right, that's right. Hey, two great minds there. We're taking a exactly. <laughs> Well, Bruce, thank you so much. Much continued success for you as we go into the, as we continue to go into the year as well.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. All right. You were just inside of the taste of the championship that benefit the College Football Playoff Foundation and it's Extra Yard for a teacher's platform. I also got to send a big thank you to Betsy Bixen for helping me out with the interviews that I was able to get from my guests while I was there to be able to share with you here on the show. All right, well, one more time it's going to come down to who's going to execute more, who's going to be more aggressive. Georgia's offense, in my opinion, is better than Alabama's offense, but Alabama's defense is, in my opinion, better than Georgia's defense. So who is going to be the more aggressive? Who's not going to turn the ball over? Who's going to fully execute? Those are the questions that we'll have answered tonight at the college football playoff national championship game. Kickoff is, like I said earlier, just after 8 o'clock, you catch all the action on ESPN. That's going to do it for this special edition of Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me. Later on in the week, we'll be back to our regular format with covering all of Atlanta sports as we rock the sports bell from the ATL. Make sure to check me out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all the latest information, and also when that show will air. Until the next time, my friends, have a great week. I'm out.